Tom Bernard Show with Dave Schrader, resident black man Tevin Pittman, <laughs> Andy Brent Bernard, Cassie Schrader. Was that Cudjo Pittman? Uh, what? Cudjo. That, the... that was the guy's name. Yeah. Oh, all right. Then and sure. Baracoon. Oh, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Not to be confused Cudjo, with Cujo. Not Cujo, Cudjo. Or Kojo. Or Kojo either. We'll be right back, Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive is a Minnesota family-owned business. It started in the 50s. It's grown by leaps and bounds, especially in the past few years, and they now have 23 dealerships spread across two states. The Walzer way includes upfront, no-haggle pricing on every single new and used vehicle they sell. If you change your mind, no problem. Check out Walzer's three-day return and 30-day exchange policy. I'm a customer, my family are customers, and many of my friends have bought cars from them. The Walzer way is really different, and I know you'll be pleasantly surprised. For great deals on new or used Acura, Audi, Buick, BMW, Chevrolet, Chrysler, Dodge, GMC, Honda, Hyundai, Jaguar, Jeep, Land Rover, Lexus, Mazda, Mercedes, Mini, Nissan, Porsche, Ram, Subaru, or Toyota, go to walzer.com, Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. What is this, one tin soldier? What is this? Does sound like it. Ooh, Whose version is that? It's the spinners. The best of the spinners. That's a weird version. I've this never is the version of the spinners where there's only one original member. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The rest were all guys you met at Target. This is the album version. Best of the spinners? Let's see. It's not even close to the one they released on the radio. Uh, it's a gospel song now. <laughs> it's recorded at church. It was. It was recorded at church. Hmm. It all was Motown. You know what Melissa and I found out last night? What? Uh, the You know the basilica? Yes. Apparently a basilica is like the most important kind of church. It because is, yeah. it's a kind that like the Pope himself yeah. like ordered to be made or something like that. Correct. I didn't know that. You damn right. So the basilica is a big deal. A basil- I went to first grade at basilica. <clears throat> Yeah. Well, one one of the three places I went in first grade, <laughs> I went to Basilica. I went to uh, 
St. Anne's in LeSueur, Minnesota for three months. Then I finished off at St. Joseph's in North Minneapolis. Were you that much trouble? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I, I moved around around a lot, too. Do I keep hearing a voice cough in the background? Joe there? just called back. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> oh, Joe, you coughing up a lung? Yeah. Allergy. He goes, yeah. yeah. I have Thanks for bringing the energy, allergies. Joe. Very high energy. Yeah. So, so, Joe, did you, did you get allergies up here? Yeah. So what's the... What's the <laughs> yes. Slow your roll, Joe. Too many words. Yeah, too many words. Yeah. So you enjoyed your trip. You were at home with your family. You got together. So that was was it wonderful? Yeah. It was over two years since I was able to go home. Two years? Yeah. Hmm. So everybody was happy with everybody. So. Oh, yeah. So everybody likes everybody, and everybody in your family gets along, it seems like. For the most part. <laughs> He's not. Joe's holding things close yeah. to the vest today. Close to the vest not, today. Not a real wordy, not telling you anything. So what's the latest, Joe? <laughs> uh, calling about the purge. Um, oh, yeah. Cassie was nice enough to invite Melanie and I to see the movie, and we went and saw it, and Melanie and I were literally two rows back from Dave and Cassie. Were there two um, empty seats where I was supposed to be sitting? Because I didn't get invited. So I, I don't know, yeah. yeah, we thought you were out with Sprinthal on the boat. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Actually, there were a couple empty seats around us. Hmm. That but, must have been nice. Um, the row in front of us was made up entirely of um, black people. And uh, I get what Dave says about hearing the... Uh, uh-huh. The, um, <laughs> huh? Yeah, the comments that were coming, mm-hmm. coming our way to the audience. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so were you comfortable? <laughs> Joe, well, you need to add a little bit to this. One word answers is not good radio, yeah. Joe. Tom no. won't tell you. I will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I did, I did kind of start to feel uncomfortable. You know, it, it, it was, um. About halfway through the movie, I, I, I got to understand something. I have never seen any of the Purge movies except that one. Oh, okay. I did go crazy looking at uh, Target and Walmart to find the first three movies. I finally found the uh, three-pack set at the Egan Walmart, picked them up, and were going to watch them eventually. But I figured, okay, this is how it starts, so right. I want to see them. Uh, about halfway through the movie, I, 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 it took me a minute to realize this is something entirely different than what I'm seeing. Well, I think it was written by someone other than who wrote the first three or something like that. Let me let me verify that. Was it written by a white woman? Thank you very much. Well, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> it was the first. Now. Oh, it was the fil- first film not to be directed by the creator of the series. So the director is the one who ruined it. Every, ruined everything. Oh no no no! Don't say that. What race is the director? No. Don't Gerard don't. McMurray, I would guess Scottish. Yeah, yeah he ruined it. <laughs> oh wait! Oh, we're he, gonna pit the blacks against the whites. He is black. Is so. he? All right. Oh, well, way well, to go, Devin. The first black man named Gerard. 
Yeah, Gerard McMurray. It's like you'd think some. I think the guy's name was Fred McMurray. If you're going to steal a name, kilt-wearing <laughs> golfer. <laughs> but nope, that is not who it is. Although, yeah. I mean, technically, maybe he is. So why would he? A black director wanted to make a movie that really put pits one race against the other. Well, like Tevin said earlier, if it's a black yeah. director, what he's doing is he's showing social commentary yep. on the way that America is set up and why the purge would take place. <laughs> if it was a white director, we're a bunch of racist jerks. Exactly. We're just uh, proving our hand. So he it, did yeah, it cause depends he, on he, how it looks. He did it because he could. Yeah. I just would like no to get to a point. No one would be mad at him. I would like to get to a point where we, we can get beyond all of that because I kind of grew up in that. And it was terrifying. Well, yeah, it's like it doesn't help anyone making a movie that's going to just make everyone be like, see, this is how white people are and this is how society is. And yeah, it's like yeah. we've got enough of that already. When your neighborhood's on fire, it's uncomfortable. I will <laughs> tell you that. It's not great. The whole neighborhood, man, they burn Plymouth Avenue to the ground. Did, did you enjoy the movie, Joe, though? I mean, overall, did you think it was a, a decent movie except for the uncomfortable <laughs> yeah, nature well, of it? it was. Um it it did make me feel like, you know, this is blacks versus whites. It's like, well, wait a minute, you know. This is Hollywood versus reality? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And this, no, this right. is definitely whites versus blacks is this movie. Well, yeah. Yeah. And, that, and that's what it was, because the two antagonists were white and the protagonists were black. Right. And I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, why why would they make this movie about black people getting killed? It's like, okay, society thinks that it's only black people that are suffering and black people that are on welfare. So let's make it about black people getting killed. Well, like, hold on a minute now. Yeah. You know. When I was starting, I had to go on welfare and get food stamps for a bit. So yeah, technically, if the movie was about like you know they're just getting rid of all the undesirables, shouldn't it just be like here's a list of people on welfare? Like why was it a race thing? If they would have shown it more of an integrated racial issue, I don't think it'd be such a bad you know. God, that sounds horrible too. Yeah, as long as they're willing to kill everybody, I don't like that's fine. No, but it was just they they made it a clear divide. It felt like it was black and white. It wasn't Mm -hmm. you know just the the lower. economic society it wasn't yeah. hispanic white black you know and all of that it was just the black atmosphere that they were going after but like i said i kind of felt like they were trying to cash in on the the black panther movie popularity and let's get a strong black cast up that can stand up and kick some ass which is what it turns into mm-hmm. but it's like we could have done this in a better way we could yeah. have done this yeah. and made them the heroes instead of being just you know, um, yeah. I have a feeling patio furniture or whatever his name was. It wasn't too <laughs> patio furniture. Well, the whole premise of the Gerald movie McRaney. wasn't too no, fond of white people. Everything takes place on Staten Island, so I don't know oh, what does? the you know diversity like. What is the breakdown in? Uh, I gotta guess it's pretty. It's a New York's it a, a melting pot across the board, right? On isn't Staten Island, Staten Island I don't know. A lot, of, a lot of Italians. Yeah, when I think yeah. Staten Island, I think like. Loud Italian women with updos. Yeah, see, they made it look like there was like no white that's people nice. on Staten Island. Kevin's quiet. He's just like, <laughs> yeah, that's how they made it seem that see. it was all like Crazy Hispanic people, people, black people. I don't even think no, there was. Probably, it probably. is actually l- a little less black than the average in the country. 
it's also less white because it is a lot more Asian. Well, that makes sense. That so, does make they sense. Didn't, yeah. Like I said, they didn't yeah. even show like any white people living there. and. Or they did. They were so inconsequential. Yeah. <laughs> it's 64% non-Hispanic white, which is still, you know, it's the majority. But then there's a lot of Asians there. So you think they would have... I don't even remember them showing Asians. They didn't kill any Asians in the movie. I am outraged. Not enough Asians went down. <laughs> well, I think they stole the whole idea from Blazing Saddles when, uh, when Mayor Johnson stood up and said, we'll take the blacks and the Chinese, but we don't want the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> Although he didn't say blacks and Chinese, no. I will tell you that. Staten Island is 14% Irish. So There you go, see? But 33% Italian. Yes. Yeah, it's 33% Italian. Most, most of the honkies out there are Italian. There's also a neighborhood called Little Sri Lanka. Little Sri Lanka? Mm-hmm. Good God. So, yeah, I guess it is fairly melting potish. I suppose it is. Well, oh, I'm not going to go see it. I, I Staten saw the Island is significantly more Republican than Democrat. It, yeah, it's, a very, it's pretty wealthy in most of that island. Yeah, because that's kind of a – I would have thought, again, that was that seems to me that it would have been more of a, an elite – because that's a lot of the expensive properties, right? I mean, they're – Oh, yeah. You know, yep. they've got the boating. They've got all of, the, all of that out there. I don't know. Yep. But again, I'm not a New Yorker, so I don't know. Maybe that's just a small segment. No. Or maybe what the point was is that the well, whites, you know. the whites were smart enough to get off of the island and let all of the lower economic uh, races stay on there and fight it out amongst each other, so that they were purging, so that the white people could return to a a, a cleansed area. I see. The whites and the Asians that you didn't see. Yes, <laughs> there were none of yeah. in the movie. But other than that, it worked they were out pulling really the well. strings. Yeah, I don't know. It's the whole thing. I will tell you this, Joe, that when Molina was still here and we, we gave him the line from Silicon Valley, I've never had pizza. I've never had pizza. My stepmother didn't think that Italians were really white people. <laughs> <laughs> Molina turned beet red. It was phenomenal. <laughs> it was the greatest of all time. It worked well. All right, Joe, get back to work, pal. Work? Right. I'm out for another three weeks. Another three wow. weeks? That's nice. So, yeah, remember, we're shut down for the retooling of the 20, for oh, the 2020 yeah. experience. Oh, yeah. I suppose that's true. Are you going to use one of those electronic gear shifters that kill people? He does make Jeeps. No, we're, uh, I think we're, I believe we're turning the uh, Escape into a hybrid like my C-Max. Mm. Really? Really? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Um, there are so many... I, one night, Melody and I went to, while we were home, we went to uh, Chili's, and I counted 21 of the 35 vehicles in the parking lot were SUVs. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, no question. Do you normally count cars? Away with, <laughs> you do when that's your business, right? Oh, uh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose when it's your business, you would do that, absolutely. Are you familiar fun. with that gear shifter issue that I was describing earlier? No, I'm not. Oh. I know it's. I know it's a problem that uh, killed uh, Anton, Anton Yelchin. Yelchin yeah. Anton Yelchin. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, that's yeah. the The whole idea is that they shouldn't have printed on it that pressing it all the way up goes into park because oh. it doesn't unless you hold it long enough for the vehicle to like 
for the little needle thing to go on to park. We're, we're so worried about making everything Star Trek. Just give me the stick that goes into park, know, and then yeah. you're good. Like I'm I need buttons yeah. on my dashboard. Right. I'm as yeah, I'm as much of a tech guy as anyone. But in that case, it just doesn't seem to make sense that you couldn't. Like, you could shift it all the way up, but then it doesn't go into park because you were too quick. That just seems like a safety issue. That seems terrible. Anything that involves, you know, five-ton machinery, uh, give it analog controls that are, like, that actually mechanically shift things into place. Yeah, it makes sense. It does make sense. Now, here's something for you guys. Um, Melody just got a new CRV, a 2018. To put it... To to put the emergency brake on, she pushes a button. She holds it, and when the emergency brakes on, it'll, a little light will come up on the dash. Mine does that. There's no pulling of the of the, the e brake like in my C Max. Right. And to turn it off, she just pushes that same button, and it shuts off. Yeah, I had the exact same thing in my Jeep Renegade. Although, I mean, in the case of my Jeep and in a lot of newer cars, it's really not an e-brake anymore in that, like, right. it's it's a parking brake. And, I mean, if you try to engage it while you're driving, it's not really going to stop you because that's not what, that's not what it's designed for. Right. So, right. I mean, it makes sense in or, to say, like, you know, don't use this as an emergency brake because it's not an emergency brake. That's right. just what people call See, it. I need a stick to lift up or a puddle to push down. Otherwise, I'll be driving with the emergency brake on already. Tom, I, I did that on my way home. <laughs> I drove with the e-brake on all yeah. the way home. All and right, we I was up. like, hey, hey why we is my up. fuel economy so bad? <laughs> we got to break it up. Joe, have a great day. We'll be back in a couple of minutes, Tom Bernard Show. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. Hi, this is Tom. If you spend any time at the lake, you can relate to the pure joy of hanging out on the dock. You, family, friends, and the calm of the water. If this sounds like heaven, you're going to want a flow dock. Flow docks are rock solid with double bracing to eliminate side-to-side sway. And get this, you could install level, and remove your flow dock without even getting into the water. You see, Flo's passion to invent a better way to make life easier comes through in every product they make. Right down to flow boat lifts that are quieter, faster, and effortless to install and use. Are you starting to see a pattern here? Flow is about making things easy, meaning you have more time to enjoy being at the lake. Isn't that why you go there in the first place? See for yourself why they say they've been perfecting leisure time since 1983. Call or visit Flo's newest dealer in Chanhassen. Lakeshore Equipment, 952-474-DOC. 
or lakeshoreequipment.com, of course. Flow docks and lifts, a better way. It's like my Sharona, but a beat off. Yeah. My Sharona. Is this the Blues Brothers version or the original Sam and Dave? <laughs> the Spencer Davis version. No, Spencer Davis. Yeah. How many people covered this song? A lot. Yeah. If I was a fisherman, I would go by Sam and Dave. I like it. So, the latest from the uh, Kilauea. The volcano. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The lava continues to flow from Kilauea volcano. Uh, that's no, that was one day ago though. What's the, well? Yeah, but that was when the news was. I don't know. Maybe we we're. Maybe it was some kind of weird <coughs> trap uh, news site. But there was uh, new dangers on on the Hawaiian island. Volcano goes Mount St. Helens. Let me see if I can find that story. Um, Hawaii goes Mount St. Helens. Um, cause it was, it looked pretty scary again, but I can never tell. Yeah. It says a uh, Hawaiian volcano. Could Hawaii volcano explosion rival Mount St. Helens? But oh now it's saying God. probably not. No, here's what you're talking about. Pressure building under Kilauea's Pu'u'o'o vent. <laughs> you damn right. Got to hit with my Pu'u'o'o <laughs> Yeah. Plugs up. Nailed when that plugs it. up, man, you're in that bathroom forever. Basically, yeah. there's a vent, and the, it's getting filled up by lava, and then it can't vent anymore. But, you know, so then it can't vent, and there you and go. And then what's it saying, though? Is it Could it lead to an explosion, Mount St. Helens version? Um, well, a new vent will eventually emerge. Because that's just how it works. The pressure will build up, and it will basically just blow up part of Hawaii and make that into a new vent. But the problem is they don't know where that would be. So, you know, if you live near there, then uh, have fun waiting for that. Kilauea is not likely to have a Mount St. Helens-style eruption because it's made of runny lava. <laughs> runny lava. Yeah. Okay. Well, that lets good. the gas bubbles escape, and the lava doesn't contain much dissolved gas to begin with. Uh, Poland said, uh, not the country, but the, the uh, guy said, Poland, gas is what, in uh, volcanoes. Yeah, is what uh, drives explosive eruptions. That's why the high silica volcanoes like Mount St. Helens tend to erupt more explosively mm. than low silica volcanoes like Kilauea. Silica is a rock-forming compound that helps determine the thickness of the lava. Hmm. So either way, I'm, I'm guessing that uh, property values are dipping. Although, yeah. mainland, although it's say. not all bad, Forbes, I saw, said that in the bay where <laughs> the lava is flowing into the ocean, it's like whatever, as it's cooling, it's forming more land. More land. And so yeah. there's like an extra 585 acres wow. available. Already? Yeah. Good God. Well, that's, how, that's why Hawaii exists is yeah, because of true. volcano eruptions out there. That is true. So, yeah. Yeah, the volcano has destroyed everything in its path since the uh, initial eruption nine weeks ago. Showed no signs of slowing down, but you said now that they're saying that it has slowed down some. Is that correct? He's I don't know. It's it's uh, still, yeah, I don't know. I, you know what the thing is, is? I don't know what to believe or what not to believe because there obviously they're not going to come out and say, yeah, we're screwed. How, you know, Hawaii's yeah. in a lot of trouble. I think they're going to, you know. Keep it close to the vest for a little bit, and when it happens, we're just going to find out about it on the news. Uh, you know, Hawaii's wonderful. I've been there a couple of times, a few times, actually, and I really loved it. Uh, it's absolutely beautiful, but I don't know how people can live there. No. 
That sun is unbelievable. It is unbelievable. You go out for 10 minutes Mm -hmm. and you are burned. And you can't go anywhere without, anywhere else without taking, what, five hours? Right. Say, good God, you're in the middle. Don't you get that island, what is it called, island fever? Is that what they call it? Where you just all of a sudden realize you're on an island in the middle of nowhere and it drives you nuts? Oh, yeah. Apparently that's a thing, yeah. But uh, you know what I love is, uh, what was, I was on, I went to Poipu Point. Oh, yeah, sure. And what what island is that on? That's uh, Kauai. Kauai. Beautiful. Probably oh, one of the most gorgeous. gorgeous places I've ever seen in my life. Really? And we took that three-hour uh, tour. The three-hour They take you on this three-hour tour to show you all of the Hollywood sites and where they filmed. And oh, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. You get to see all these great little places where they filmed everything from the uh, original Gilligan's Island pilot to uh, scenes from um, Indiana Jones. And, oh, really? Oh, yeah. And... and uh, Full Metal Jacket and and 80s uh, Vietnam movies were filmed out there in a lot of those different uh, locations as well um, because it looks like the rice paddies and the where they need to be. It was it, It's amazing to go on that tour. And the tour I went on, they take you on the shuttle bus, and they'll show you that there's these little screens, and they pop down, and they'll show you the scene, and then the bus comes to a stop, and you look out, and there is the exact scene from outside your movie, right? Yeah, and it, oh, it yeah. hasn't changed in 50 years, so it looks identical. Really? Yeah, and I didn't realize that uh, that's where Puff the Magic Dragon came from. Oh, oh, but yeah, that would yeah, that makes sense. They've got the mountain range yep, yep. that goes up and mm. it, it it looks like a dragon's body and it goes yep. up into the clouds <clears throat> and uh, that's in uh Hanale, right, mm-hmm. which is part of the song. Um yeah, right. So it's it's that was pretty neat. It was a beautiful place to visit, but man, I uh, I got the hell burned out of me. <laughs> I got an in, no I had an interesting experience at Poipu. There's a there's a golf course called Poipu Bay right yeah. there where you're talking right. about. And I played golf and I was hooked up with a couple, a man and a woman. They were married, and they were from China. They were not just they, they were they were Chinese. They were from China, right? Mm-hmm. But he spoke English and his wife did not. But about. Two holes in, I was talking to his wife, and, and their caddy kind of translated for us and all the rest. You know. On the third hole, he started screaming at his wife, berating her, I guess, in Chinese, and just wouldn't leave her alone, and they left. And I asked the caddy, what happened? What went so wrong? He said, he's angry because she spoke to you. Oh, nice going, Tom. Way to destroy their home record. Over they here. home record, Tommy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was very angry that she would speak, and he was supposed to speak with, to me as the head of the household. That does sound like '80s Chinese culture. Yeah, it was in the '80s. It was, yeah. Yeah. Tom. That'd be Tom. I didn't know he was a yeah, just like, Think of how culturally different you're just trying to be friendly and whatever right. else, and they hey, take listen. it as a sign of disrespect. I really like your noodles. They're phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> Kilauea is not what you guys slowing. have done with Panda Express. Right. And yeah. we're getting 10 new acres of Hawaii every day. 10, 10 new, new acres of Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. Tevin, you want to go in on some property? Say, uh, but according to Forbes, it's not available for purchase. It belongs to the state of Hawaii. So of course it does. Yawn. Of course, it belongs to the state of Hawaii. Well, what, what are they going to do with it? Just like let it sit there? Part of their uh, national parks. Yeah, who knows? I would say because you can't oh, is really it in a national grow park? anything out there. No. Is in all of Hawaii part of a national park kind of deal? I mean, everywhere. <laughs> well, probably. probably. But no, you probably can't grow anything on cool lava sand. Not with that attitude, you can't. <laughs> no, with the horrible attitude. Just isn't put it? some cows out there. Isn't that where they grow Maui Waui? <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. 
lava-infused Maui I have a feeling it's not actually. They probably grow it in, like, some guy in California's basement. Yeah. Well, that's a possibility. Way to rain on my parade. It used to be. <laughs> when we went there in the 80s, well, I went there with your mother a couple of times before. He, and then we went again in the 90s with you guys. But different experiences. We went up the Hana Road, which uh-huh. goes up the mountain and back down the mountain to the Black Sand Beach. It's beautiful. The sand yeah. is actually black. and yeah. It's gorgeous. But going up there, we stopped at the Seven Pools, it's called. And it was just Catherine and me. And then three Samoan guys walked up. And these were big Samoan guys. And they said... Samoans are the largest people on earth. They are, yeah. Mm -hmm. And one of the guys says, what are you doing here? I said, we're looking at the seven pools. Well, you're not from here. I said, no, I'm not from here, but I'm looking at the seven pools. So they tried to, like, intimidate me. I'm like... Well, I mean, technically, if they're Samoan, cow. they're not from there either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're they're not from, from Samoa. You're from Samoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. They were not friendly at all. The Samoans were not friendly. Well, and yeah, the Islanders don't like no, uh, don't. Outlanders. They don't. Is that no. the right term, Outlanders? Mainlanders, maybe? Mainlanders. There you go. Which is Mainlanders. interesting because they're, like, all almost half Japanese at this point. Yeah. Right, but the true. actual, like, inhabitants don't like people from out of there i guess it's but where would they be without the money from yeah that's true yeah it's not cheap to go over there no (laughs) it's not (laughs) they charge a little bit for it hawaii is only 23 percent native at this point it's almost it's like 60 percent asian now tevin you would know this as a black man Mm -hmm. in america today resident black man yeah that uh rapper champagne the ace of spades they all drink Ace of Spades. Oh, champagne. yeah. Yeah. How much is that in a liquor store? <laughs> it's called Ace no, of Spades. I, but I, know, but I know exactly what yeah. yeah. I know exactly. It comes in like the gold bottle, right? Yes. Yeah. That's the um, stuff. I don't know how much it costs in a liquor store, but here's what I know. Here's what I About know. anything here's you buy. I can get you a deal. Here's, I'll tell you. I know exactly. a guy. No, in a liquor store, it probably costs like 50 bucks, I'm guessing. I've never, I don't think I've ever actually seen it or okay, paid that close attention. $300 but each. Is it? That's okay. But okay. in a club, you buy it for like a half a million well, dollars. Yeah. Because that's what we like to do is go into a VIP section and buy like. I mean, we. Black people and buy tw- <laughs> and buy a forty dollar bottle I'll of Grey Goose I mean. yeah. and for like three hundred dollars. I had a friend yeah. that was like, "Oh, they got a deal, half price bottles, hundred dollars for Grey Goose." I was like, "It is forty dollars at your house. Yeah. Drink yeah. it there yeah. and then uh-huh. go out and have well, fun." I've talked to I've, I've had some friends that are uh, dancers and uh, and employees of some of these places, and their job is to sell the shots from the expensive right. bottles. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that is their only job, and they make a commission off of selling you sixty dollars shots mm-hmm. from you know an eight dollar bottle of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mad Dog. You know, <laughs> but they put a nice label on it. And you, well, it wow, that's crazy. The reason I asked you that question was there was a concert I think last night. At the Armory? I don't even know who yeah, was there. Who probably. Was there? I don't know who was there, but I'm guessing it was the Armory. The, a friend of mine show, took, took a picture of the menu, the, the champagne menu. A bottle, 24 ounces, right? 24 ounces of champagne, Ace of Spades, rosé champagne, was $1,600. <laughs> yeah, that, that better be the best champagne wow, right? I've so they're going to make $1,300 a bottle. Yeah. They're going to make 13 Well, if they bought it for 300 they probably actually only bought it for two and a quarter. Because, yeah, they probably buy it in bulk so they get a little bit more of a discount yes. or whatever else. So they're making like... Oh, don't kid yourself. Buying in bulk, they're, they're paying 50 bucks a bottle. There's, I don't think there's anybody that's... Uh, that's crazy. How much... Six, what, did you know what it was called? Ace of Spades Rosé. 
Oh, the the rosé. Yes. Are you sure that exists? Wow. Oh, it does exist. It does exist. It's new. Are you sure that exists? <laughs> well, I don't no, know. I'm making up the story. <laughs> Dad, I'm calling you out. <laughs> Let's see. The rosé is four fifty a bottle. Four, and but it's sixteen hundred. So right. it's three hundred yeah. to four fifty for the yeah. rosé, and the 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 uh, the yellow, whatever the hell it's called, urine. Yeah, the urine, the urine color, Ace of Spades. That doesn't sell as well. It's hard to believe. Ace of Spades urine was nine hundred dollars there. Well, here's and then a, the rose was sixteen hundred. Here's an interesting thing about Ace of Spades. Uh, last year in April is when it launched mm-hmm. for eight fifty. Apparently, people didn't want to buy that, so then it dropped down to three hundred. Who's behind it? And then to two forty. So really. Yeah. Who's so behind? Who's behind? Jay Z. Yeah. Oh, he's, it's Jay Z. Wait, wait, are you saying the rosé launched less? Because Ace of Spades, I feel like, has been around for a while, hasn't it? The, well, this is like Jay Z's version oh, okay. of Ace of Spades, but yeah, it's yeah. If you watch, it's if you, Ace of Base. Yeah, watch if Ace you watch like base. three rap videos, two of them will have Ace of Spades. There's no doubt about it. Rap. It's a very cultural. It is cultural it's like thing. the Beats thing. Yeah, but Beats, I have Beats but headphones, beats are and they're useful. actually, yeah, they're... Right, I know, but I mean, that was the, the whole yeah, deal, like how they Dre hooked Beats it, yep. into all of the videos yep. to be seen, and that blew the, the sales up, yep. it was crazy. Have they ever had a video where someone drank champagne out of Beats? Yeah, think uh, about we're, we're going to do it tonight. Yeah. At, uh, there you go, double, wait, 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 let's my buy stock first. <laughs> double <laughs> marketing. Stock. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you have two Beats headphones, like cups. Yeah. I like your thinking, Andy. Mm-hmm. But let's get a let's get a buy-in before we yeah. start giving them ideas. And so Beats I'm, headphones rims, spinning Beats headphones yeah. rims. I am I'm basically wondering. Uh, Full of champagne. I guarantee mm-hmm. you that the act last night was probably not the Beach Boys, huh? At the Army, probably not. Not if they're selling Ace of Spades. <laughs> not if they're selling Ace of Spades. <laughs> did you, not did you hear who's Boys. touring together right now? Who? They have an album out together. They're going to be in, and of all things, it's like the Armory, isn't it? Spice Girls. Yeah. No, it's. Uh, I wish Tom and I would they go are together. Gonna, they are going to tour. They're not they are, tour. Yeah. They keep lying. They're not well, going to tour. Yeah, they say they are. Stop teasing me. Uh, it's Shaggy and Sting. Yeah. No way. Yeah. yeah, they've got an album. Are we talking about like the Shaggy, the wasn't me Shaggy? Yes. yes. No, they're that talking is, about Scooby Doo. That is the awesome. Like, come on, Sting. Let's go on tour, buddy. <laughs> now that would be something I'd see. <laughs> yeah, it's a very it's an odd coupling. Yeah. yeah. Well, not really because. Um, the police were very ska reggae based. They were, yeah. yeah. And then, but Shaggy and Sting—they're touring together. They have a new album out, I guess, and they're going to be performing. That's Shaggy. There he is. Have you seen? Where's Sting? This is their song. Yes. Yeah. This is the guy used to sing like for it. Men at Work. Skip ahead to where Sting is. How that sounds. You should see. It's easier if you could play. When we come back, there's, there a, is. there's a rap battle. So, yeah. Yeah, very silent. You should try to find during the break. There is... Um, there's Matthew Lillard, who does the voice of Shaggy for Scooby-Doo right. cartoons, mm-hmm. yeah. in a rap battle against Shaggy. The, yeah. And it's, what? It is <laughs> stupid funny. But they're ripping on each other. And I actually think Shaggy the cartoon voice beats Shaggy the rapper. It's pretty funny. If you can, get a chance. You, can you track it down? We'll have it in the next segment. I have found it. Tom Bernard Show. Be right back. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. 
When you call Sabre for service, you'll get a certified technician that's an expert at diagnosing, repairing, and installing heating and air conditioning equipment. Sabre Techs give you the service you need, not the other stuff that you don't need. When you combine that with Sabre's A rating for customer service and the best equipment from Bryant, you get exactly what you need. So make the call to Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning today. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Let's talk about good things. Does your car work? You got a roof over your head? You got kids, parents, a spouse who loves you, or a mate? These are the good things you have because you live in America, the country that has more immigration than any other nation on earth. You have these things because the U.S. military stands at a wall and protects you from any person or thing that would take them away from you. The entire volunteer military that stands at the ready just in case. The greatest fighting force ever known on planet earth. Every person serving in our military is ready to lay down their life for your freedom. And all too often, they do. I'm the executive director of the Gold Star Ride Foundation, an organization set up to do just one thing. Take care of families left behind when one of our brave fighters loses their life for you. We're riding motorcycles throughout the country to achieve this purpose, and you can help. Go to goldstarride.org and make a donation or learn where we are so you can come and ride with us. It's a small thing we do. It was a huge thing that they did. Goldstarride.org. That's goldstarride.org. Make a donation today. Now this is Shaggy. The interesting thing is this is an Asian guy. No, that's not true. <laughs> Wait a second. My life's been a lie. Well, I remember <laughs> I remember when Informer came out. That was like... You know Ice-T is time, Korean, right? <laughs> every time anyone heard that song, yeah. it was like, did you know that this is a white guy? It's like... Yeah, okay, his name was, that was his only hit. It was Snow. His name was Snow. 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 Yeah. Wait, yeah. is that the Lick Your Boom Boom Down? Yeah. Yes. Yep, okay. Lick Your Boom Boom Down. Isn't that what this is? I don't that know. That, that might have been the whitest thing I've ever heard a black man say. <laughs> was that the Lick Your Boom Boom Down guy? I'm trying to relate He to says people. a lot of things okay. that the jury's still oh, out on God. what exactly he's saying. Uh, Are you going to play more of that so we can hear Matthew okay. Lillard? That was her playing some. Right. Now, here's oh, you. Oh, here's okay. Matthew Lillard, who is the voice of Shaggy in the cartoons and was in the movie Scooby Doo playing Shaggy, versus the. Artist known as Shaggy, mm-hmm. musician. All right. I'm the one who's ugly. I date Christina Hendricks on TV, so that's funny. The one hit wonder, mediocre entertainer. They play your song between the chicken dance and Macarena. You talk about your face like some kind of beauty. How's your name Shaggy when you look like Scooby? <laughs> <laughs> One it wonder, I went ten times platinum. You were in the first Scream movie, then what the hell happened? You weren't in Scream 2, dog. They didn't even ask. You could scare the whole cast without even wearing a mask. Oh, sorry, that's a spoiler. He was a killer in Scream. Then Hollywood was the killer of all of Matthew's dream. I look like Lenny Kravitz. You shouldn't even speak. You look like Ryan Philippe. If he was a method freak. Interestingly, interestingly, Matthew is a better rapper. That's what I said. He <laughs> is. Lillard, Lillard is actually on beat and a, well, a what's, decent rapper. Yeah. What's funny and shocking too when you see Shaggy, the artist Shaggy, doing that. He sounds so uh, Jamaican and everything, and yeah, all of his yeah. songs. And then well, you he hear puts that. on. Yeah, he puts on it's a like, voice for whoa. those. I thought you were from Jamaica, and he's. I don't no. even know is, where he's from. Is this like that, uh, who's the guy that, is this like the drop the mic, is that where that was yeah. from? Yeah. Uh, yeah. With Method Man, and I don't it's, know. Yeah, and so Shaggy the artist is, he's in a no-win situation, because the 
actor just has to come out and be funny mm-hmm. and you're the guy that's right. supposed to be this great rapper now right. making punchlines like you're not you're in a no-win situation right but he, he couldn't was... even be on beat that no, was, yeah, i he know was, he's, he's horrible he was born in jamaica though kingston jamaica really and he joined the marine corps and he when he was moved. 20 yeah no he was in jamaica until he was like oh really you know 20 something which is weird because he doesn't sound anything like it but yeah Jamaican. I, was, I like when they can take comedy like that, though. And yeah. you take two two guys who are totally alternate worlds, <laughs> and they're ripping an idea. Just if you get a chance, watch it. It's really worth the watch. Right. It's funny. Only yeah. connection is the name. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. make them rap Shaggy about each other. Shaggy versus Shaggy. Uh oh. What? Highest rank he achieved was Lance Corporal, but he was reduced in rank twice. Uh oh. So. What did he because do? Because he's a proper mixer. It wasn't yes. me. It yeah, was me. Like it wasn't me. <laughs> Good God. Hey, can I mention real quickly? I'm doing something for Second Harvest Heartland. Be real quick. Uh, our show, Midnight in the Desert, which is a paranormal theme show Monday through Friday. You can hear it at midnightinthedesert.com slash hunger. Right now, everybody that subscribes during the month of July... Uh, it's four ninety five to be a member, and it gives you access to all of the new shows and all of the archive shows going back three years since its inception with Art Bell as the host. Um, right now, everybody that signs up as a new member and uh, listens to the show gives you 20 new episodes every month and all the cool archives. Uh, we're donating $4 from everybody's subscription to Second Harvest Heartland. Which helps people here in the uh, in the heartland of America with getting food. Every dollar we raise supplies three meals to a person in need and a good meal, square meal. So we're doing our best to try to help out, bring in some new listeners, give it a shot. And uh, if you like strange topics, paranormal, uh, fringe elements of our of our uh, history and society, check out midnightinthedesert.com/hunger and subscribe in the month of July, and your money is going to go to help out. Uh, well over ninety five percent of it's going to go to help about um, uh, Second Harvest Heartland. And then put it on auto pay so Dave doesn't have to ask you again. <laughs> That's right. That's the best way to do it. But the first month goes to Second Harvest well, Heartland. There you go. See, there you so go. I wanted Take to do something room. to give back. We like to do to do no, uh, work with Second Harvest Heartland and Shriners <laughs> Children's Hospitals. and All that stuff is wonderful. It's, yeah. it, it is great stuff like that. And, you know, I brought it up earlier. Do you think that people are at a point now in their lives, they're just sick to death of everybody. Well, you said you don't watch the news anymore. Tell right. you watch the news? Uh, no, very and rarely. You don't watch. You don't watch television at all. Are we keeping you up over there? <laughs> I didn't get pretty much sleep last night. Christ, unbelievable. Young love, Tom. Remember when yeah, you didn't get right. much sleep? Yeah, I was working four jobs. That's why I didn't get any sleep. Yeah. That's a totally. I didn't insomnia subject. last night, probably because I was coming back to work and watching eighties movies. My brain didn't yeah. like it. That was over the course of the past, like, several weeks. You actually call this work? Yeah. Really? This is work? <laughs> Technically, it is. Technically, that three hours a day, is a, that's a hell of a hell of a slot you got there. No question about it. Um, anyway, so, and you don't watch the news either. No, guys. I can't. It's just, it's the same. It's Depressing so redundant. So. It's the same stuff over and over again. Every once in a while, well... Depending on who gets fired at the White House, somebody else yeah, comes in, and yeah. it's just the same stuff. I mean, it's... <laughs> what are you doing, T-Rex? What's with the... I don't know. kind of doing the T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the T-Rex. I was going over T-Rex. the T-Rex. I, I, I always do weird things, and he calls me out on it, so then we laugh about it. But, yeah, I just... I well, can't... That's true. It's just the same... I, I, the only time I watch the news is local news, and it's mm-hmm. usually for the weather, <laughs> and that's yeah. about it. I just yeah. watch it to critique Passholt's hair. Yeah, no, I like it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Critique his hair, get it down. Yeah, I just I'm getting the feeling more and more from people they don't want to hear 
either side of an issue. I don't want to mm-hmm. hear it because you people can't. Well, because you don't know what's real and what's not. Exactly. That's exactly it's right. the fact that this this is the story that's being related, but then you tune in to a different network and they've got a totally different angle on it. It's like the news story that came out that said Kilauea is going to go Mount St. Helens. There you go. And within an hour, it's no way it's going to mm-hmm. go Mount St. Helens. So if you can't decide what the real news is, and I'm not buying into the whole Trump everything is fake, but everybody's got a different angle to try to get attention. To me, it's, it's non-news. I think everything is fake, including Trump. Well, I mean, it, he doesn't even exist. in social media. <laughs> he's I think he's a character. Yeah. He's like some weird stunt that he's, <laughs> he's like, like Max Hedrum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's just a CGI character. I loved Max Hedrum. Yeah. That was great. No, You're but like guy. on social media, everybody's posting all these political news articles. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And I, I even told Dave, I'm like, because people feel so isolated. They're like, I don't understand why people don't agree with me or they argue with me. And it's like, for one month, don't post anything right. political, yep. negative, and mm-hmm. see how much that'll improve your life. Just post puppy Absolutely. pictures, kitten pictures. No, honey, don't propagate <laughs> that nonsense either. <laughs> Why not? Why <laughs> mean, just put post out the just, kittens and the puppies. Like, I just want, you're inundating your right. life in such well, a negative and the more, way. And, and social media is set up that the more you post like this, the more posts you see like that. Yes. Oh, yeah. And right? Yep. You're just getting this... Uh. You're bombarded with all this negativity. Yeah. People and are punching people themselves in the face miserable. and then going, why does my face hurt? Yeah. It's like, yeah. well, stop punching yourself in the face. But <laughs> Just stop talking about it. Yeah, but I, I understand agree. the other side. You can't you can't ostrich the situation either and no. walk around with your head planted in the sand. I can. You- <laughs> <laughs> I'll handle it. I can do it for as long as I want. <laughs> no, I, I just... It, uh, you brought it up. Most of it is fake. There was a story today on the KQ Morning Show. And I wouldn't even say show. fake, but it's slanted. Yeah. To or present a lot of it's fake. It, Right, to plant your version. No, I mean, the fact is, this is going on. There is a volcano that is erupting. Yes. But you've already taken the position that it's going to blow like Mount St. Helens, so I've got to take a different position because if I'm reporting the same thing you yep. saw over here, you're yep. not going to tune yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's the perspective of what can we bring that's different, and yeah, that's where it comes into a the problem. Yeah, first to say something, even if it's not necessarily true. Would you look up a story, Andy? Uh, man, no. I believe, it, I can't remember where it was, somewhere on the eastern hemisphere, but they're talking about global warming and climate change. This guy... Tried to claim that his foot went right through the asphalt sidewalk about a foot deep. He wouldn't okay. have lost not, his foot. Okay. It's not possible. Melting asphalt is like, let's see, what the uh, melting temperature of asphalt is. Right, but are they saying that it's uh, subpar asphalt that's being used? Yeah. No, they're saying it's because of climate change. All asphalt's going to catch fire. They really are. Mm. I mean, they tried to say this guy's foot went a foot deep in the asphalt because it was so hot out. Well, I've always been curious. John, John Coleman, who started the Weather Channel yeah. and was is a huge meteorologist, comes yeah. out and does a whole talk on debunking climate change. Right. And everybody's like, ah, dismiss him. But then you can have somebody else who comes out and says that this is taking place and they're telling the truth. And it's it's weird because both can make very compelling arguments. Now you can look at the cyclical nature of weather and what uh, archaeology has told us, and it it does seem to follow into John Coleman's perspective. But you also have billions of more people living on this planet, breathing CO2, creating all kinds of carbon footprints that are creating uh, issues. So there has to be some residual effect toward our environment as well, right? The the more, yeah, the more. So I understand that there is both going on, but, uh, you know, to me it seems like 
what was it, 10 years ago, we were all going to die of swine flu. Yes. Mm-hmm. Then the bird flu. Yep. We were all going to die of And then Ebola was coming in here. MRSA. And Ebola, right, MRSA. All of this yep. was coming, and then it, it comes and goes, and it always seems to be at a point when we're being, and I hate to buy into the conspiracy, but we're being distracted from something else. And what are we being distracted yeah, I think from? You might be right about that. And the it's, Polynesians. It's, is it? Uh, they're doing something. Right. So it's Polynesians. I'm sure. Thirty <laughs> Polynesians. I'm sure all fifty of them are doing something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have a caller. Yes. Is it? Hi. Am I on? You're yes. on. This is Corey Price from the Gold Star Ride Foundation. Oh. Calling with all of your answers to everything you're talking about. Are you calling from an underwater base? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a Dairy Queen drive through calling from Gold Star. It's not is, this, a, is this a bad connection? Yes. Yeah, it's not a great connection. It's Can not you, horrible if you're well, not, you know. It'd be better if you try it again. Just try to order it hard. I can hear you guys. I can hear you guys just fine. No, you're really garbled. Could you try horrible. to just, could you try to call back again and see if it improves it? And if it doesn't, we'll just talk. Uh, yes, I will. Thank, Thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah, the, Tony, Tony sends me updates every time they cross the state line, which is really, really cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. While he calls back, the mixing temperature of asphalt is about 300 degrees. I don't so, think it was 300 degrees yeah. out. I'm pretty sure. If it was, then, yeah, his oh, foot would have you, burned right off. It tells you more about maybe subpar particles or things being used in the yeah. uh, construction yeah, as opposed to... the 300 degrees right. to melt it. All right. How's is that this? better? Yes. 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 yes That's wonderful. Is. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> you and hey, I, I don't, don't know if you knew this about me, but my job in the Navy was weather forecasting. Yeah, I did know that about you, yes. Where so I can explain that whole global warming thing to you. Okay, I want to hear it. Uh, I will believe that... This, this, I will believe that global warming is a real thing when you can line up five people on a beach and re- have them redirect a hurricane. You know, without atomic weapons being dropped. <laughs> I think you're absolutely right. People just yeah, want I, to be it's, terrified. It's crap. It is. But the other thing I heard you guys talking about was this, uh, how everybody hates everybody. Yep, yep. And I'm here to tell you, I'm calling you from upstate New York. Because I've been riding a motorcycle for a little over a week now. Yep. Out here visiting these families. And I've met people all the way across Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio, Indiana, Pennsylvania, and now I'm in upstate New York, and I I haven't found a jerk yet. That's because you're doing something nice for people, and all the jerks don't want to be around that because you make them look bad. Oh, you're uh, being well, kind. Well, that, be, that might be true, but I don't tell them what I'm doing first. I let them be a jerk first. Oh, well, that's good. So you don't have your bandana on and that stuff? Because, you know, you look like a well, ruffian I, when you got that <laughs> thing on. <laughs> well, you know, when I'm, I'm here in New York, they got a lid law, so I got to I got to have the helmet on. Oh, you got to have a helmet. Yeah, they do have a lid long. Oh, do you have one of those helmets with the one spike in the middle? <laughs> or the, the Kaiser oh, Wilhelm? Get one. So we're the mohawk down like, the center? Yes. So Yes, and then I could wear my daughter's T-shirt that says, Unicorns are cool, and I am cool, therefore I am a unicorn. There you go. There you have it. So are you about one, perfect. Are you about one third of the way into your ride, a little under one third of the way into your ride? Oh, heavens no. I didn't think so. About you, six or seven percent. Wow. Are you going? Are you going to be gone for for a hundred days? No, I'll be gone until the end of August, though. Oh, the, you will be gone until the end we, of August. Okay. Yeah, so I'll be gone until the end of August, and we ran into a little trouble that's causing us some. I'm I'm not sure how I feel today because motorcycle's been broken since Friday. Mm, broken uh-oh. by what? Volcano. So. Uh, <laughs> melted, melted, all, mel- melted asphalt. 
300 degree H B stands for hundred dollars, and it's hundred dollars a minute. Oh my God, Holy Tony! God. Do you, have, do you would you have time tomorrow? About uh, let me look at the clock. Uh, about one o'clock central to call to call in. I uh, I'll give you a fifty fifty shot at that. That I'm supposed to meet a family just outside of Scranton, Pennsylvania, about that time. Okay. So that means I can probably step aside and well, anytime, and hopefully stand closer to a tower. Anytime between 1 and 3 o'clock Central Time, give us a call because we'll give you a lot more time because we've got to wrap up for the day today. But call tomorrow. I'd love to hear how it's been going. All right. Thanks, Tony. Thanks. Thanks, right, everybody. Bye-bye. We will be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening today. Tom Bernard Show.